largest Illinois high school district opposes single-sex locker rooms. Just when you thought civilized first-world countries had deposited mythology and science-denying irrationality in the dustbin of history, the trans cult emerged, seeking to force science-loving Americans to embrace the solipsistic, trans-centric worldview in which biological sex has neither meaning nor reality. Worse, you have ostensibly non-mentally ill school leaders capitulating to the trans cult's absurd and offensive demands. People like Township High School District 211 Superintendent Dr. Daniel Cates. Cates wants District 211, the largest high school district in Illinois with 12,000 students in five high schools, to sexually integrate locker rooms. Cates wants to allow students who pretend to be the sex they aren't to have unrestricted access to opposite-sex locker rooms. If Cates gets his druthers, whatever girls are permitted to do in girls' locker rooms, boys who pretend to be girls will be permitted to do also. If girls are permitted to partially undress or wholly undress openly in girls' locker rooms, then boys who pretend to be girls will be allowed to do so as well. Presumably, if girls are permitted to shower nude, so too will be pretend girls, that is, boys. Prior requirements that these boys change in private changing areas will be rescinded. In an email sent to parents on Thursday, September 12th, Cates referred to boys and girls in tortured, hilarious, politically correct language, calling them, and I quote, adolescents with different anatomy, end quote. I kid you not, he said that. Cates is Jim Dandy with girls and boys undressing together in locker rooms. How do I know, Cates, who should be fired, is Jim Dandy with co-ed locker rooms? I know because he says this in his pro-trans email, and I quote, Understanding and acceptance of transgender identity have advanced, societally and in our immediate communities, for the better, in our district and countless others, students, families, and staff honor, respect, and celebrate all manifestations of the human condition, end quote. Did an educated man really say that? Does he celebrate all manifestations of the human condition? How about racism, disease, Intergenerational love, genetic sexual attraction, polyamory, infantilism, sadomasochism, and zoophilia. How does Kate demonstrate respect for those who believe adolescents with different anatomy should not undress or engage in bodily functions in the presence of peers of the opposite sex? How does he communicate his respect for those who believe the sexual integration of locker rooms undermines the belief that modesty derives from anatomical differentiation. Cates has explicitly and unequivocally announced that the district has embraced a radical set of leftist ideological assumptions created and advanced by the trans cult without providing a persuasive reason why private space usage should correspond to subjective and often fluid gender identity as opposed to objective, immutable biological sex. Nor has he shared his view on which locker rooms gender-fluid students should use. Someone should ask Kate's this question. Is it legitimate, valid, sound, reasonable, and good 
for girls not to want to share private spaces with opposite sex persons? If it is, then what difference should it make to girls if opposite sex persons wish they were girls? And if it's not legitimate, valid, sound, reasonable, or good, then why have any sex-segregated private spaces anywhere? For those who have the spine to endure the wrath of the tolerant, go to the school board meeting next Thursday, September 29th at 7.30 and express your opposition to Kate's ignorant policy proposal. Progressives often ask snottily, so are we going to have genitalia police outside restrooms and locker rooms to confirm the presence of the right genitalia before people enter? To which I reply, are we going to have gender identity police outside restrooms and locker rooms to prove that the man seeking to enter really is trans rather than a predator pretending to be trans? Since gender identity is subjective and internal, how do, for example, boys who identify as girls know the gender identities of the students in the boys' and girls' locker rooms? Let's try this thought experiment. If most of the boys in the boys' locker room at a particular school were to identify internally as girls, and most of the girls were to identify internally as boys, which locker room should boys who impersonate girls use and why? It's likely leftists would answer that they should use whichever private spaces they want. And that, my friends, is where this is headed. The end game is the eradication of public recognition of biological sex everywhere for everyone, which means no private spaces anywhere for anyone. Cates has either become a true believer in the trans-cultic mythology, or he has sacrificed his principles and integrity on the altar to the almighty god of the greenback. Faced with a lawsuit against the district by a boy who pretends to be a girl, perhaps Cates, a graduate of the University of Notre Dame, would rather sacrifice science and the privacy and modesty of girls and boys than either district money or his job. A man of real courage, principle, and integrity would never adopt such a foul policy. Rather, a man of courage, principle, and integrity would resign instead of adopting a policy that teaches girls and boys that biological sex has no meaning relative to feelings of modesty and the desire for privacy when undressing. A man of courage, principle, and integrity would resign before adopting a policy that implicitly teaches that opposition to sharing locker rooms with opposite-sex peers is ignorant, bigoted, and hateful. A decent and wise leader would know that it's wrong to put normal children in the awkward position of having to ask for special accommodations because they don't want to change clothes or go to the bathroom in the presence of opposite-sex peers. A decent and wise leader would know that such a pernicious policy will desensitize children and teens to engaging in private acts in the presence of opposite-sex peers, thereby undermining what is left of respect for the necessary virtue of modesty. I've had progressive parents tell me that their daughters are fine undressing in the presence of trans-identifying male peers. These parents are happy about their daughters' socially constructed unnatural feelings. They, like Kate's, view the belief that biological sex has no meaning relative to modesty and privacy as social and moral progress. Compassion, in their distorted worldview, 
demands we pretend maleness and femaleness have nothing to do with biological sex. Progressives believe that if biochemistry influences the desire to be the opposite sex, such desires must be morally legitimate to act upon. But do they apply that principle consistently? If biochemistry influences, for example, the desire to be an amputee, that is, body integrity identity disorder, should we allow students to socially transition at school? Should schools allow anatomically whole students who identify as amputees to use handicapped parking spaces, use a wheelchair in school, and be given extra passing period time? Since we know that biochemistry can be disordered and influence both thoughts and feelings, how do trans cultists know that when there is a mismatch or incongruity between their biological sex and their gender identity, that is their subjective internal sense of their maleness, femaleness, both or neither, how do they know that the error resides in their bodies rather than their minds? How many dads and moms will show up to publicly and courageously oppose this feckless policy proposal? How many staff or faculty charged with supervising locker rooms will oppose supervising students of the opposite sex who are undressing? District 211 encompasses a large geographic area in which there are many churches. It will be interesting to see if any pastors who are citizens that enjoy the privilege of self-government and whose congregations include children in this district will turn out to oppose the sexual integration of locker rooms. Don't hold your breath on that one. Conservatives, get your kids out of government schools now. No child should be trained up by foolish, cowardly adults who refer to boys and girls as adolescents with different anatomy and let them undress together. Trust me, no matter what empty blather progressive government school administrators and faculty members spew about respecting diversity and all manifestations of the human condition, they don't like or want conservatives around, especially conservative Christians.